Hello, and welcome to the Folklore and Fiction Podcast. My name is Kelly McCath Morin. I'm a PhD candidate in the Folklore Department at Memorial University of Newfoundland, and I'm also a speculative fiction writer under the pseudonym C.S. McCath. The Folklore and Fiction Podcast and Dispatch synthesize these passions with a focus on folklore scholarship aimed at storytellers. You'll find the Folklore and Fiction archive along with the rest of my work online at folkloreandfiction.com. Interested listeners will find a link to the current dispatch in the show notes, where a more comprehensive record of this episode can be found, including a bibliography and other references. This episode of the Folklore and Fiction podcast was first published as a newsletter in January 2019, two years before I began podcasting. I'm recording it as a supplement now so that new listeners and subscribers have an opportunity to engage with the material. In it, I'll be introducing you to folklore genres with help from scholars Alan Dundas and others, discussing how the concept of genre can be both helpful and problematic, detailing a few ways to classify genres, and showing you how to use this information as a storyteller. What is folklore? In 1846, British writer William Toms coined the word folklore in a letter written under the pseudonym Ambrose Merton to a literary magazine called The Athenium. Toms contributed little else to folkloristics, but because he gave the discipline its name, we remember him for it. Indeed, he would not have had it any other way. Alan Dundas writes that among other self-congratulatory gestures, he was given to jotting versions of the following quatrain on the backs of photographs and calling cards. Quote, if you would fain know more of him whose photo here is, he coined the word folklore and started notes and queries, end quote. The American Folklore Society defines folklore as, quote, traditional art, literature, knowledge, and practice that is disseminated largely through oral communication and behavioral example, end quote, but is careful to add that the subject is robust enough to accommodate many different definitions and descriptions. For example, when I tell people that I'm a PhD folklore student, many mention fairies, and I do confess a particular fondness for fairy and elf lore. But when I talk about my research in the beliefs and practices of animal rights activists, I use the term ethnographer to describe myself. When one of my mentors teaches folklore, he includes the legend of Slenderman, which has its roots on the Creepypasta website, while another includes the place of divination in the Russian political landscape. That's a wide variety of subject matter, and it's all folkloric. Why? Because people make folklore, and we're a diverse species in constant motion. What is folklore genre? One of the ways folklorists come to grips with this wide variety of subject matter is by means of classification. And this is where the term genre comes into play. Trudier Harris writes that in an effort to establish folklore as a unique discipline, Scholars such as the aforementioned Alan Dundas and others worked hard to define the things they did. Since the concept of genre already existed outside the academy, and since categories like myth and ballad were already in use as descriptive terms for types of folklore, the idea of folklore genres was particularly attractive to these scholars. Harris further writes that, quote, the umbrella concept of genre thus became for folklorists the basis for classifying and authenticating those forms that they judged to be peculiarly within their realm of training, expertise, and scholarly supervision, end quote. So simply put, genres are academic systems of classification for various kinds of folklore. How is the idea of genre both helpful and problematic? 
A myth is not a legend, nor is it a dance or a traditional recipe for fry bread. Folklore genres give us terms for these different elements of culture, belief, narrative, custom, foodways, and this helps us to examine and understand them independently of one another. However, classification systems can also impose limitations on thinking and expression. As I concluded in a term paper analysis of phantom ship legends, quote, I do find it interesting that a selection of 15 random narratives about the same supernatural phenomenon did not produce a unified genre, could not be uniformly classified, and offered little in the way of patterns for gender, geographical, or other analyses. From this I have gained what I This episode of the Folklore and Fiction podcast is a preview, and you can listen to the full episode on the Folklore and Fiction website. Just click on the dispatch link in the show notes, or go to folkloreandfiction.com and sign up for a free account. Thanks very much for your interest. Copyright 2019-2023. Kelly S. McCath-Morin. All rights reserved unless Creative Commons licensing is specifically applied.